Welcome to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast. Every now and then, I like to share with you some uh, words of wisdom from my mom. Oh, yeah, Whenever Sam. I talk to her, and I, t- I talked to her the other day, and I swear I was typing faster than I could listen. She was oh. rattling off the good ones. Funny stuff or words yeah. of wisdom? One of them's a word of wisdom, and other stuff is just funny, and it's like, and if, if I don't write it down, I can't convey it to you correctly, because right. it's just like... It doesn't. First thing you you. go, oh my God, I can't wait to tell them. Oh, wait, write it down, write it down, quick. Because you don't speak that way, so you can't remember it exactly. She was uh, talking about, you know, I asked how my brother was doing, and, you know, she's like, well, he's got a job at this restaurant. I was like, restaurant? You know, like, what is he doing? And some friend of his got him a gig where he's like working part time, delivering and cutting up vegetables and yada, yada, yada. So she's gotten on to him saying, you better find yourself something real and that's a career at 50 something um because she's not going to be around forever right and so her whole take on that is not get yourself a better job because you should have one it's get yourself a better job because i'm not going to be here forever yeah one day i'm going to die and you owe sammy half of this house (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly what she said yeah you owe Sammy. You're going to have to pay your brother half of this house if you plan on living in it. And he doesn't have the money for that right now. And uh, it's like, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's not wrong about that. She's just so more, she so is. much more direct than most people are. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a tough situation anyway, you know, because when you're mom, you're always mom. And so whether or not your, you know, your son or daughter can kind of get out on his or her own, yeah. you're still going to do your part. You're but still- she's right. How old is your mom now? 83 okay so she isn't going to be around forever uh and we got to talking about god forbid the saints again oh yeah yeah. yeah. she works the games can you repeat this uh since we're talking about death you actually mean the football team saints not yeah Uh, not yeah not not knocking on heaven's door or anything no this is the actual football team and she said this hers was the monkey quote it's not my monkeys and ain't my circus oh she said she wants a new coach she wants a new court and you know the typical stuff yes but when she threw the monkey line at me, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I didn't know she used that line. All right. Here's her words of wisdom. She was talking, because, you know, she, she works at a, uh, a daycare. I know she yeah. does. And she's always talking about the little kids and how smart they are nowadays and how smart mouth that some of them are. Uh, and she says, you know, but every time I one of them mouths off to me, I always think back to the thing I heard from your principal in elementary school. Apparently, my principal laid some words of wisdom on her when I was in elementary school, and she said at one of the parent-teacher meetings, he said, if you believe half of what they come home with, we'll believe half of what they come to school with. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah, it kind of, I mean, we've kind of said all said that, too, in our own way. Like, you know, when the kids come home and say, so-and-so, miss so-and-so, blah, blank. There's somewhere in the middle is the truth. Yes. Yeah. You know, so if you, the way believe, it's translated. you believe half of what they're telling you at home, we'll believe half of what they're telling us here at school. So oh, that's at a, funny. At a daycare, I mean, these the oldest kids are what, four? Yeah, um, but they say yeah. funny stuff. Yeah. like. You know, they'll say stuff that's not 100% because it's the way they see it. She was telling me about one kid who came up and told told her he wasn't happy because his daddy just got put in jail. And Mm. that's how it led into this conversation. Oh, okay. uh, Okay. 
Oh. And then um, was her, was his dad really in jail? Yeah. Well, that's why he said it. <laughs> and she said the kid kept wanting to focus on that, and she kept trying to divert his attention. Aww. Your daddy's going to be home soon. Aww. Don't worry. Aww. That's sweet. Yeah, after a couple of weeks, daddy did come home, and she said, I see, I told you so. You got worried for nothing. And it's like, <laughs> Mom, he's four. <laughs> yeah. right. that's, what is so awesome to me about her being 83 and still wanting to take care of kids, usually by the time you are you know, you get through the grand, grandmother phase, you're... Yeah. You're you're done with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you've done and, your kid time. Right. I think it depends on the person, though. I think right? it's sweet as can be. There are certain people who um, always love and want to be around children. Yeah. Yes. You know, and get revitalized by them. It's it's funny though because she's like a walking contradiction. She likes being around them and working with them, but then she'll come home and tell you, "I know this little three year old." Yeah. I swear. <laughs> it's just the way she. It's what she has to talk about. Yeah. To you. And it's just how she expresses. And uh, she also talked about one of her her close friends. Their their kid is going to college for the first time next year. And she mm-hmm. asked my mom how she dealt with it. And I was like, oh, that was a mistake. Because my mom has told me in the past how after they dropped me at college, she couldn't quit crying. Yeah. Well, she's, she lets this out in bits and pieces. So I get more each time. I knew she cried the whole way home from college. But now she tells me that she was crying for three weeks straight. Now- Granted, that could be uh, an exaggeration. I'm yeah. sure there was crying going on for the well, three weeks, not continuously. Well, it just means that she was messed up about it for yeah. that long. And she probably had periods of being emotional about it and even crying. And, appa- and then not. And my dad apparently didn't help because she said his response was, you might as well stop crying because he ain't coming back. <laughs> well, yeah, there man, you go. You Sounds like it. the advice I would give. It does. You are and, a lot like your parents. You are a really nice combo of them. The new thing I found out is that she said after like a few days, she closed my bedroom door because she Aww. couldn't stand to look oh, in there and see all my stuff oh, still man. there. Oh, well, that's that's the one that got me. I was yeah. like, oh, man. Well, it's about a change for her. Yeah. It's, all, it's about it's about. Self and identity for her—that's—that's that's all. Yeah, not to make you feel bad. At the other end of the spectrum, you know, Jody, Jody's already taking our oldest bedroom, you know, turning it into a guest room, <laughs> getting rid of the furniture and everything. It's like, okay. Wait, it, I mean, Jody's specific words were, "We don't really need all that." <laughs> she's not coming back. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> well, she moved out three years ago, though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Was it three weeks that I did it? <laughs> And we also, um, she started bringing up how much younger today kids are getting phones, you know, because yeah. yeah. oh, I was telling her how when Sammy and Will were little, my oldest, who are in their 30s and 20s, it's like, it, it's completely different than raising Jack and Parker and Maddie in their teens. It was like somewhere in the middle there, a whole phone thing blew up and just different attitudes and you know, the way they behave. Mm-hmm. And I guess she got hooked up on the phone thing because she was talking about, you know, back when we were growing up and you were here, she said you had one phone in the house. It yeah. was a landline <laughs> and you used the phone when you were at home. You didn't worry about it. And she said, if they called you and you weren't home, you just didn't get the call. It's all very true. <laughs> Don't you wish it could be that way now? Well, you didn't think how, about anything until right. you were near a phone. Yeah. I mean, how peaceful that you know mm-hmm. that is and mm-hmm. was. I, mean, I, I guess unless you were stressed out because like when you were you know little waiting for your girlfriend or your boyfriend to call yes. you. Yeah. You were like having to sit home. and wait and wait. And, and, and then wait. you'd have to talk to them in the kitchen. Yeah. I was going to say yeah. back then yeah. it had to go through the family. You couldn't just take your phone and hide in your room. Yeah. That was why it was a big deal to get a phone in your room. Yeah. Missed any part of the show? 
Get it all on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast.